Now I talk to Brittany all the time and she'd be like, why don't men express themselves? And I'm like, we do express ourselves. I don't think you all listening. So I got my guys together and we're going to express ourselves in two hours four. And we're going to see exactly how she reacts. Let's get back to the episode. What's going on, everybody? With your host Malcolm and Brittany Garrison. And you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials. As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions. And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, welcome, everybody. Uh, season two, uh, the women ended the uh, season one. Uh, really, really strong, uh, really, really dope conversation. So I definitely wanted to have you guys on. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm your host, Malcolm Garrison, but I got my guys here with me. Uh, and for them, I'm going to give them their flowers because I think they deserve more, uh, more more than flowers. So first, I got to my left, uh, my best friend, Corey, Corey Rogers. Uh, first of all, these two individuals, best keyboardists in the city of Atlanta. And if you think we want to smoke, they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm so. saying? <laughs> uh, I got a top three, but these these do uh, these dudes are, are top two for me. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Corey Rogers. I mean, you you playing at one of the largest churches uh, in Atlanta uh, for one of the most prominent preachers out here in Crest of Dollar. So, uh, and you're the MD. You did it in less than a year. Boom. So, those are flowers that, that that you need to have, bro. Appreciate and that. then uh, my man Alex to my right, Alex Plummer. Uh, we got him in, got, got him in the building as well. Um, does everything from producing, songwriting, uh, work with everything in R&B. Literally, you were just on the show with uh, Neo last week, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just did a show with, with Neo. And Jagged Edge. And Jagged Edge. Mm-hmm. And then anybody R&B, he has probably worked with in Atlanta. You've been working in, in Atlanta, in the Atlanta music market for like over 10 years now, right? Yep, 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 yep. So, dope, dope, dope. Glad to have you on here, bro. Uh, but... We gonna get we gonna get into it, man. We we got a lot to cover. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, but I kind of want I, I think I wanted to start the episode really talking about uh, mental health problems. Uh, and typically, really with with men, our mental health and where we stem, you know, with where we're at in our mental health. What do you think people are dealing with? Millennial men, men in general. Who do you think we're dealing with mentally around? This time, finance. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was about to say that. <laughs> kind of, I mean, finance. Yep, yep. I was just about to say finance. But what about it though? Just well, for one, you know, where the housing market is. Like that's first of all where the market is in general. Everything, all of the prices are increasing, but the income isn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you got people who have families that got to take care of their families, and everything around them is raising but their money isn't. And now they have to figure out how to take care of this, take care of that. Like for me, I got two kids and a wife. My wife don't work. Mm-hmm. So now it's like everything around me went up, but the money is the same. Like everybody still want to pay the same. And you can attest this as a musician, mm-hmm. a lot of people be trying to short sell us sometimes. Yeah. And part of the problem with that, we don't have enough musicians to say, I'm not doing it for that price. Right. So everybody is so cool with taking all these gigs for 150, 200, and that's just not enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now you gotta wait around, and then on top of that, our money fluctuates. It's not like a, a salary type thing. So 
we got to hustle and bustle to get it. But the prices around us keep going up and everybody wants to try and bring what we get paid down. So, yeah, I mean, so in, in, in your in your situation, we, we think it's going to I mean, I, I, I agree. I think it's a finance thing, but also it's so much pressure just on the man in general. It doesn't matter if you have a family or not. I think the pressure of the world, you know, you can't think you don't have money. You can't do this, you don't have money. Like everything is everything is revolved around finances. And um, I feel like as far as the, the, the musician circuit, um, picking back off of what Corey was saying, $100, $200 stuff, that stuff is real, man. It's real. Um, and it's reality. And I don't think people kind of really realize that it's more so, you know, you, you have to live. Yeah. I feel like that kind of money is making you exist. But you're not living. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how are you able to pay bills? How are you able to, like, you have to, at some point, you have to stand up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and really realize what your worth is. You know what I'm saying? But mentally, I definitely think that the, the finances is, is a huge thing just as a man. It's just, yeah. just, just as a man. It's, it's tough. It's tough. And just, like he was saying, you know, when you don't have the jobs, when you don't have this, when you don't, that's a lot, man. So it's like, how can I put, how can I do me? How can I enjoy life if I don't have this? Yeah, I think there's been an, a fair and unfair pressure uh, put on black men uh, to, to be able to be everything to everybody um, and, and not be able to express themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, for men in general, we internalize things too much to the point where we'll walk around mad, man, for, for days, for weeks, for months. And, you know, our, our wife or our, our significant other they're wondering what's wrong with us and we can't even express it into words what we're going through mentally but it's more so about i mean number one thing for men is trying to get financially stable we know that but it's 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 the other things the other pressures that that society kind of puts on you to uh be a certain way look a certain way because you're going to be received a certain way that now you gotta feel like you gotta be on your p's and q's because you could be in jail today you could be in jail tomorrow just from one slip up, you know, things that, that are really out of your control. I think we don't spend enough time talking about, you know, and, and I don't know about y'all. Why do y'all think it's hard for men to either come together and kind of have the, the conversations around our mental health and getting back our mental health? Why, why do you think it's so hard? To, to have I think it's, I think it's pride or ego. I think it's because you have to be this person in somebody's eyes. You know, if you're not that, then you're weak. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, I'm not weak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just hard. I, mean, I, I think, I think just, it just, I, a man comes with it. Like, for example, um, you know, some people's dads, they come with pride already. So they already, that that's what they kind of instill. So they become pride. Yeah. The older you get, you become pride. Pride comes with football. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like we can't get together because one of the ego and I think also because of just the just the pride thing, man. Yeah. I think time too, like like we don't sometimes we don't I, I know for me, I'm not as intentional about creating that space as I should be or or getting together. Like I, I and I think women they for one, women pressure us to, to, to do it all the time. Like they try to do these little play dates, you know, like <laughs> you know, that's what it seemed like it, and that and it brings you further away from you know doing it too because now they try to set up you know uh seeing each other so now y'all can get together mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it, it, and it, and we can feel that mm -hmm. 
So for me, I, I feel like it's, it's just me being more intentional about um, coming together and having conversations around, uh, you know, getting our mental back, man, because it's tough, man. I mean, we have conversations all the time, and you're like, man, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You don't know why, I just, I'm just tired. I'm just tired of that. But you know but you know why you're able to have conversations? Because I feel like we come to the table in pride this stuff. Yeah, that's true. We, we come to the table open. We come to the table humble. Like, brother, I'm going through the same thing that you're going through. Yeah, yeah. I'm going through the same. So then it's like when she started talking, you start realizing that everybody kind of goes through the same thing. That's true. But if we don't talk, it's like, okay, well, I know you got money, but let me let me build, you know, build myself up to make you feel like I got money. It's like, no, brother, yeah. no, you know, <laughs> you you're gonna, you're gonna hurt your mental more than anything. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And aside from the pride of ego, a lot of times it really boils down to even not even having the time to be able to do it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you're going through a situation. Like me personally, and I'm gonna be vulnerable and say this. I don't have t- much time to, you know. Like, Malcolm's my best friend, been my best friend since we were in college. You know, we're talking about seven, eight years. And we used to talk every day. We we barely see each other now, which is sad, but it's like one of the things that constantly goes to my mind is if I got free time, something's wrong. I need to be doing something because I'm not in a situation where I, I'm, I'm cool with free time. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times with a lot of men, because that's the first thing that comes to our mind before we do anything else. We got to get our finances straight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to chill with nobody. I don't want to talk to nobody because I'm stuck on got to get this in order. And then when I get it in order, okay, now I can try and chill. But now it's like, you ain't talked to this person in a year or two. Yeah. No, nobody knows what's going on with you. Everybody thinking that you just don't rock with them no more. When really, that's not the case. It's yeah. just, I'm going to get my house in order. get my house in order. You know what I'm saying? So that's another thing. It's, it's definitely always like pride and ego. And sometimes, you know, some people just don't know who they can be vulnerable with. Because mm-hmm. you don't want the wrong response to send you in a, in a dark place. Because it's very easy for a man to go in a dark place and nobody know that he's there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be depressed because we're really good at hiding our what, emotions. I was to say, what, what do you think it looks like? Like, our depression looks completely different than the ones I feel like. Mm, absolutely. Like it's quiet, it's yep. seldom. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of things that we don't necessarily want to voice. And I don't know why, I don't know why we don't want to voice it to maybe our partners. Like, because the finances thing, man, do you feel like women put the pressure on us to, to do this? Or do you feel like we put the pressure on ourselves though? It's a little bit of both. It's both, yeah. It's a little bit of both. For sure both. But I, I think, I think it's more so us than them. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Cause I mean, a good man always wants to give their partner the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've already put the pressure on yourself by having that mindset. Yeah. Really? So it's, it's, and I, I think with that being said, it starts with us. And then sometimes you put your wife in a position where she gets used to that. So now she starts to put the pressure on you. So now yeah. like the pressure is even heavier. But it started with us, you know what I'm saying? No, I I, I can figure on that because it's like, man, bro, when you when you used to a certain lifestyle or, or, or you used to giving your wife a certain lifestyle and that has to change, mm-hmm. that's the most uncomfortable feeling in the world. And that's kind of what uh, we've been through. Me and Brittany, we've been through that. Like, man, we 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 were living a certain way. We wanted things a certain way. We were we were working towards something. Uh, bigger than us, getting a house, even even with you, you know, trying to get a house, and to to be able to make the decision that we got to scale back, it's like, damn man, like we were right there. Now 
I really gotta go out here and, and, and get this thing and try to figure this thing out. And it's like every day you got this pressure of man, I got to figure this out because time is of the essence. And I think we 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 feel like we don't have enough time to kind of figure things out. And that's why we rush ourselves, maybe we overwork ourselves, uh, you know, and, and all these different things. And we and we keep these feelings inside. And I don't even know how how would a, how would you want your woman to respond to it though? Like if you are harboring things. How would you want your wife to get you out of it? Or do you, would you want to get I mean, wife to get you out of it? I would want, so, all right, so if I'm speaking honest, like with my personal situation, a lot of the times what I look for is I understand how hard you're going. I see your heart posture. I got you. Yeah. Not, you know what I'm saying, like, you're not spending enough time with us. Mm. You choose and work over yeah. us. That's not my heart posture. Right. Am I working more than I should spend the time with you? Yes, I see that. You know what I'm saying? But it's not by choice. Because yeah. one thing I will never do is let my family be in a position where we homeless or something is taken away from us. You know what I'm saying? Like you you know me. Yeah. I I I will I will do some crazy stuff before I <laughs> before I let that happen. You know what I'm saying? It's just like one of the things for me is like I don't need much. I just need I just need you to know my heart posture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just just have my back to it all versus looking at the negative aspect of and the negative outcome of what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. So I would just I me personally it's just like I just want that support. Yeah, you wanna feel appreciated. Right. Um it's it's <laughs> it's it's an interesting thing. I know Personally, for me, if I was ever in a situation, I'm the type of person to where I believe that everything has to be in order. And I think that when the time is right, there needs to be some type of conversation. But the conversation needs to be a balanced conversation between both parties. Hmm. And um, within that, like Corey was saying, there has to be a soft place in, in, in a woman's heart to say, you know what, I understand where my man is coming from. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from, um, and I know it's not easy. Mm. I don't think we hear those type of words. Like, I know it's not easy. Um, I know it's rough. I know society has this and et cetera. But you know what? Like you said, like Corey said, I appreciate you. I'm grateful. And whatever I can do to help, I'm willing to do that. Yeah, I, th I think one of the hardest things for men to swallow is that if he feels like his effort is being unappreciated or unseen or um or really like unheard of you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like like to the point where you, where you said it, you feel like well maybe you've heard this before or whatever that i need you to spend more time and sometimes you can't you know because because the posture like you said is to provide for you and i i feel like everything is in seasons mm -hmm. and Women gotta be careful. We all gotta be careful about, about how we respond to um, some of the seasons that we're in. Because if 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 you're working hard in this season and you hear that the work the work that you're doing isn't what I want, but it's nothing. But you know it's what y'all need. Mm -hmm. Now you feel like, oh man, what the hell am I doing this for? Mm -hmm. Why why am I working so hard? Or why 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 even do this? Because now I'm I'm messing up home. And it's the it's it's the know the communication is there that okay I got you mm -hmm. I know you got to work hard in this season I I'm here don't worry about me I'm a, I'm gonna figure my stuff out and I think 
I think we're trying to find happiness within our partners too too much too as well. Yeah. Um, and that's why that's why some of those things do come up. It's because maybe I'm not happy myself and maybe I gotta try to find it through my partner. And if, if I don't feel that way, now I gotta put anything that I'm feeling, I gotta put it on them. Mm. You know? But you know, we can we, we can switch the conversation though, because I wanna talk about relationship. Uh, and relationships, you know, whatever, whatever you want to get into. But how did how did y'all kind of know when you found the one? Like, what what, what was that time? You know, right. you know, we uh, <laughs> this at, at this at this. You, my my stories are crazy. Let me tell you something. We <clears throat> this is around the time Instagram was only able to post pictures, right? Okay. Uh, and now my wife, uh, Christina. Uh, back then, we were in a, a choir together, and probably like at age 10, 11 ish. So, and I had this crush on her. So I'm going through Instagram, and I'm like, yo, this girl is, this girl, she's dope. Like, I know she sings with me, but this is my first time, like, you know, really recognizing. So I'm on Instagram. So then, y'all know how, like, on Thanksgiving, everybody sends out these, these group messages like, hey, happy Thanksgiving. And it's like, yo, stop texting. Like, yeah. leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I actually sent her a text and I was like, hey, happy Thanksgiving, blah, blah. She's like, and she's finding back. And I said, hey, can I come to your crib? Yeah. You know, for Thanksgiving. I go there, so we're talking about blah. The way I knew she was mine, maybe two weeks after we were talking, I said, send me a picture of the toes. What? I told her, I swear to God, I told her, I, I, I said, send me a picture of your toes. To this day, I still get that, I still get that idea. <laughs> I said, send me a picture of your toes. She sent me a picture of her toes. I said, God, you're the one. From the toes, bro. From the toes. What? From the toes. I did not expect you to say that. I'm dead serious. That's what it was. I saw her toes, and then this was the icing on the cake. And you can see by my size, this is more buffalo wings and hamburgers. Big back, no big thighs. This is not burgers. This is all chicken right here, right? Yeah. So I took her on a date, and... She said, I'll just take a salad. And I was like, you don't want no steak, you don't want no. Maybe you have modest, bro. Right? She, she said, she said, you know, uh, she said, I'll take a salad and water. <laughs> I was like, damn, you cheat. I'll take that. <laughs> she crazy. I said, you fine. And then I said, oh, so you don't eat meat either. And I said, oh, you are cheap. You're my wife. That day, I never forget, we was at Long Run. She probably be like, no, we weren't. We was at Long Run, Bowie, Bowie Thompson, if, if they're still open. And I looked at her and I said, you're going to be my wife. No, I ain't invited. This was the first date? No, it was like the second, third, maybe. Second, nigga, you're crazy. Tell me what do you mean? You're going to marry her on the second date? There was a discernment that came into me that I felt like God had it, something that, it, it just came. It just, I looked at her face. It wasn't just the food, just wasn't toast, but it was something about her that just made me say, you know what? This is my wife. I think it was the, it was the thing of, um, she, she was selfless. Okay. Um, the conversation, um, she had goals, she had plans, mm -hmm. she wanted to get married, she wanted to have a family, like that type of conversation, that kind of thing, it, it, it built a certain type of confidence and security in me knowing that if I choose you, then it's going to be good. Really? I'm dead serious. So you knew immediately. <laughs> why, why did you say it really like that? No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, why did you say really? This nigga, this nigga stopped five minutes and said, <laughs> no, really? no, because that's crazy. Like, I, I, I'm thinking back to when I met Brittany, like, there's no way in the world I would have knew that that early. But I mean, the fact that you did, 
speaks volumes. I mean, I just know with the place I was in, I wasn't looking for a relationship. I was, you know, we was really different back then. Oh, yeah, college. In college, oh my God. See, but I knew. When I seen that goodbye kiss. Oh, man, this oh. Nigga. But see, that's a difference. That's the difference between y'all. I was never that type of person. What? I wasn't. I didn't know how to get around. That wasn't me. I I was a one woman person. So when I looked at Christina, I was like, "You're you're what I want. That's it. I don't want nothing else." See, I, I'm a, I'm a relationship type of dude too. Like I was I was like that as well. It just I feel like when I was single, I was single. But when I was in a relationship, I was all about that person, and I'm a loyal person anyway. Mm -hmm. But when I met when I met Brittany, it was like I knew she didn't go there. Like she just looked different from every woman I saw on camp. I was like, you don't look like the rest of these girls. You look like a woman. This these other girls, you don't look like that. And I was immediately intrigued then, but it was probably more so the conversation uh, that we've had. We just had a genuine conversation. She was sharing things with me that you know, I didn't have, I didn't ask her to, and she was willing, she was opening up, and we just had like a two-hour conversation at first, you know, first couple, maybe a couple weeks or a couple days that we met, and I knew then that, you know, I, I wanted to see more of her. I think we kind of like naturally kicked it off, though, like you was there for the whole thing. We naturally gravitated towards each other. Yeah. But yeah. what about you? What, what, what did you see? <laughs> Seeing your girl, man. First of all, let me say that I love my wife. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Smart man. <laughs> yeah, man. It was one night. She made a chicken alfredo pasta. Jesus. I li And she'll tell y'all this. I literally told her, I'm not going anywhere after I ate that drink. Like, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Wow. So we've been together after that. You know what I'm saying? Which is which is funny because when I was on my way out here, because Malcolm Britt actually introduced me to her. Mm -hmm. I had every intention of her being my friend for benefits. Yeah. Every intention. I had no intentions of wiping her. No intentions of like none of that. Because I, I was coming out here. Hot boy summer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was trying to go on tour and get crazy. Mm -hmm. That's what I was trying to do. But after that, you know, we started talking and got serious. And then I'm the type of person to where I'm always going to find out what's wrong. Mm -hmm. Like what's, what's the issue? And I just couldn't find an issue. Now, granted, I found problems, but it's things that I I know we could work through. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find anything because my thing was, because you you know we had harmony out of wedlock, so mm -hmm. we wasn't married, wasn't engaged, nothing. And being Christian individuals, I know my parents came to me like, you know, you need to go ask that girl to marry you, da da da. And I just wasn't going for it. I'm like, nah, I'm finna I'm finna find what the problem is, right. and. I was literally analyzing everything. I was like, all right, cool. Am I going to rock with your brother? I rock with him. Okay. Am I going to rock with your sister? I rock with her. All right. I don't think I'm going to like your mom that much, though. Love her mom. So then I was like, all right, I need to meet your dad. I don't think I'm going to like him. Loved him. So, and I just kept trying to find that one thing to tell me, y'all not ready to get married yet. And I just couldn't find it. So at that point, I was like, it don't make no sense for me not to ask this girl to marry me. Yeah. So, ask you to marry me. But what do you think you know? What do you, what do you think we look for before marriage? Because I mean, I think I, I think for me it was it was consistency. Okay. Um, I think it was consistency. Um, you know, 
I feel like when you get married, you really don't know what you like because things just, it just changes all the time. You know, man? It's just so different. Yeah, it, it's different. But I, I feel like at that time, you're so young mm -hmm. and you're still developing your mental, you're still developing your consistency. So to build that with somebody, it's like, it feels better me building with you mm -hmm. than to be ahead of you or, or you be ahead of me. You know what I'm saying? No, I do. And, and, and I, I feel like, I feel like that's probably what made me push more because it was like I have somebody I can build with. Like, it's hard on you, man, to find somebody you can build with. And I, I, I think heard. I think <laughs> I'm grateful. You know, right. I can't imagine being out here at 30 years old trying to find a wife. In 2022, it's sick. These women are different. Yeah. It's, it's six different. figures. Six figures. Yeah, I got six figures. <laughs> six. I don't talk. Let's talk about this, bro. Oh shoot. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about submission first. Right. Let's think, let's talk about submission because I assume that part of you, you know, getting or, or marrying your your wife or looking to marry your wife is because she had some form of submission to you. Am I right? We had to grow to get there. So what, what did it look like for you? What, what, what did submission look like for you though? She committed. She cut the Alfredo. Did she not? She did. She did. I mean, it was at what time, but... Nah, is that, is that you, Okay, 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 okay. I guess you're right, because I realized she's... For one, she started to cook for me every night, and she realized that I like to eat. Yeah. It was every night. <laughs> That's why I stopped. <laughs> I stopped coming through. I stopped coming through. Oh, and I was just staying with mouth and bread. Oh, and I was, it was like, it was like, all right, I'm going to stay at my house tonight. Uh-oh. She cooking. Yeah, she cooking. You know what I'm saying? Queen size bed. I was sleeping on the couch. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going with my lady. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. So I made the house at home type thing. Yeah, man. Those are good times. Uh-oh. But was that, was, <laughs> was, that a form of, was that a form of submission, though, for you? Cooking? In, uh, in a sense, I guess. In a sense. I think, I think submission for me was when we were younger, mm -hmm. uh, growing into who we are, there were certain things I would turn. She'd be like, "Okay, I did that got you." I mean, that was changed. That was like, "No, you, you better do you. I mean, you did it. You know what I'm saying? That now it's like, that's a lot different. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she, you know, we, it's marriage, man. It's fun. But at that time, yeah. I, I, submission I, I, for me, you know, to see to see my parents and their dialogue and how they were, that was my experience. Right, you know what I'm saying? Growing up to see that and to see my mom, I kind of look for that in her, mm. which some of that is pros and cons, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you take something from everything that you learn. So, you know, my mom was like that, so I looked at you know, looked at her in that in that in that, in that regards. Um, but you know, there would be certain things, and she was, it, it wouldn't be no problem, she would just do it, she was, or she would do it even before I even asked. See, that's what it is, Ooh. no, but that I think that's what submission is, bro. Yeah. It's doing the things without having to be asked to that caters to your man or caters to, or, or allows him to lead. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of a lot of women are falling into the problem of or not even the problem, but they're falling into the trap of not allowing the man to lead. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to the to the to the alpha female. How do y'all feel about this alpha female I feel like movement that's that's going on? They can have it. How, how okay, do you, what, what, what's, what's, what's the definition of an alpha 
female. I don't believe in it. I, I don't believe in alpha female. I don't believe it, it it exists because what it what it tells me is that you are you're trying to diminish the man's role. Mm -hmm. There can only be one alpha. Mm -hmm. Understand? You know what I'm saying? Like there's only one alpha. If someone comes in here with a gun, who's gonna be the alpha? Mm -hmm. So you can't say that you're an alpha female. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I think I think they say or whatever the alpha female is. I think they're saying that in regards to the things that you don't do. And what, 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 what do you mean? I don't know. Let's just say you're not consistent taking off the trash. Okay. So, so she takes off the trash? I, she does it, but I'm, I'm just saying. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, that makes but, it but it, it, I'm doing the things that a man should do. Mm. You know, let's just say boyfriends walked out. Let's just say husbands walked out. Mm. I am doing things. I am building. I have put a seed in myself. To do the things that, that you're not doing or that you haven't done. So I have to step into the place. Now I got to be this and I got to be that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I, in my mind, I would think that's that's what that would mean. And then from that, it goes into I'm just independent. I don't need you for anything. Yeah, but that that's what they run into. So if you, my thing is if you say that or if that's your bravado, like how do you attract a man that wants to, you know, one commit to you eventually make you his wife why would he want to do that if he if he feels like she don't need me she feels like she's an alpha how how do you how, how would you even would you like a woman that, that, that said that no like but, literally said it i'm out no i wouldn't I, I would. well, and, and so so what we need to explore is why though why would why wouldn't you marry a woman that says or feels as though she's an alpha female one is a little tense. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a little intense to start off a conversation. Hey, uh, big boy, yeah, I yeah. am uh, a for female. <laughs> so, <laughs> I live 400. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, okay, ma'am, let's calm, you know what I'm saying? Let's calm down. But I feel like it's not, it's not hard to attract women. It's not hard to talk to them. I feel like once you talk to them, you start to you you'll start to see that they're just independent. Then it's if you don't if you don't like it, then you leave. But there are some who say, you know what? I like that in you, but I'm gonna shake all that shit up. I'm gonna shake that up because I am the one who has the 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 dangling. Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm the one. You don't. And then some person going, you know, finally, finally, I got a man who can who can strike this pussy like his life. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. But, <laughs> Yes, my babies croissants. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's somebody who's, who's finally able to do this. I don't have to do this shit no more. You see what I'm saying? But you finally within the relationship. Once you finally within the relationship, now you're like, okay, this is what I like about you, this is what I don't like about you, and we're gonna fix this. Because I see the bigger person in you. You're only like this because of your experience. Yeah, but I feel like you no, know, but I feel like you wouldn't wife an alpha female because she's not submissive. But you can fix that. That's what I'm saying. Can you? Can you really? Yeah. It's just a mentality. Nah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't Why can't you fix that? that? It's a mentality. Can you turn the hole to a housewife? Jesus. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> He's all right. Uh, I don't okay. know. Because it's like, I, I just look at life like, when you if you feel that you can change people or fix something, you already started wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, people going to be who they going to be. Yeah, but you can't manage people, but you can manage solutions. And I feel like that is a solution-based thing. No, I can't change you, but I can change the solution. And if the solution is 
I'm willing, I might not be able, but if I'm willing to help fix the solution, then let's do it. That's a tough, that's tough though. So you talking about an alpha female. Hold on. But see, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know y'all know there's such thing, but I guess you do believe there's such thing. Is that what you well, I, I'll say this, Christina, Christina is very, like, independent. No, no, see, here's the thing, here's the thing. Independent does not mean alpha. You see what I'm saying? Because independent you know, you know, it's on the same like no category? No, because because you have to you have to eat, you have to you have to live. So if she if you wasn't in the picture, she would still be living her life. You see what I'm saying? Like she would still be able to provide for herself. That doesn't make her an alpha. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Like, if you wasn't in the picture, she wouldn't be having homeless. She would be working a job. She'd be making some money. She'd be able to take care of herself. That doesn't make her an alpha female. So that's what I'm saying. So what is the definition of alpha female? It's what we gotta get into because because I've heard I've heard women say, "I can't be submissive to my man because he doesn't know how to lead." And and my my initial response was, "Well, when do you allow him to lead? Because what what submissive suggests is trust, right?" So in order for somebody to submit to you, they got to trust you. Mm-hmm. And it comes vice versa. So it's like, okay, when, when have you given him the ability to lead? And, and men are, like, we're born leaders, but we got you got to be taught leadership. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. how, what, what did he see growing up? What did he see from his father? How did he, how did he see his mom and dad? Mm-hmm. You know? Right, right, right. How did he, what was their dynamic? And if you can't be submissive, because you love somebody or because you want to be with somebody, it's going to be very hard for you to be submissive when it's time to be too. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can't be submissive uh, to this person because I don't, I, I, obviously, I don't trust their leadership. Right. Well, you got to make a decision because if you want to be with a man, if you, if you want to keep a man, if you, want, if you want this man to commit to you, there has to be submission. Mm-hmm. And, and, and here's the thing, it, there's submission on both parts though. Men and women submit. They submit differently, though. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, I'm a female. We got to define Because what the hell is it? I don't think they even know. It's a thing. It's I, a thing, I, though. If, I don't think they even know. If you ask, if you ask an alpha female. What is that? Hey, alpha. What, what are, are you? you? I don't even think they would want to be called that. What, what? That suggests what masculinity. You? you know what I'm saying? I don't think they even want to be called that because that takes away from your femininity. And that doesn't attract men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And, and I, don't believe, I don't believe that's their intention. What? They got to be careful with what they say because you could, you could even be in a relationship, you could be in a marriage and be saying this to your man. You're literally, how I see it is, if you're married or with somebody, and you suggest you 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 suggest yourself as this type of person, this alpha person. You're already saying you're not enough for me. You're not masculine enough for me. Mm-hmm. And we gotta be careful. They got you know, we gotta be careful how we choose our words because we don't know what the effects are when we say it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I digress. <laughs> you know, but you know, let, 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 let's get into this, y'all. Uh, Marriage. Oh yes. Marriage. Let's go ahead and tap in. I mean, did y'all have did y'all have expectations before y'all got married? Yo, 
What was that? Corey about to let it rip. Be you, be you. Be you. This, do your thing. This, should we, this, should we drink to this before we start this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Put these ghetto cups in this, all right. Pick these cups. So here, here's where I... um. <clears throat> Here's where I almost messed up. I'm gonna say almost messed up because luckily I did marriage counseling. Thank y'all for recommending that. You know what I'm saying? But where I almost messed up was I swore that because me and my wife were living together, already had a baby, loved each other, premarital sex, all that stuff, that marriage was just a paper. Mm-hmm. Marriage was just a legal way of saying, this is my person. When in reality, it's so much deeper than that, bro. Like, and had it not been for the marriage counseling, I we yeah. What you what y'all get into in that joint? A lot. I I I I found out who my wife really was. Mm-hmm. So then I had a decision: Do I want to stay with this person? Do I want to marry this person? Or do I want to back out? Because that was a topic of discussion. Like. Now that you know all of this, what's your next move? Yeah. Do y'all want to work through this? Because it was so, yo, it was so much shit that hit the fan, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was shocked. Like, what the hell? What? Like, who is this person? Yeah, like, where, both where, sides of it. Yeah, like, where, where did all this come sure. from? Like, why didn't I notice? And blah, 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 blah. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, it was to a point where we was like, if it gets to the point, where we don't get married, let's promise to be friends. I don't even know if I've ever told you that. No, I've never told you that. But this got to that point where we was like, we are not gonna let this put us in a situation where we don't love each other as friends. Because we was, we, one thing I appreciate about my relationship is my wife is my home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, regardless of what happens, because the shit got real, real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so regardless of what happens, we, we have to stay friends, especially for the sake of our daughter, because we had harmony at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's mar- marriage is it's it's not a walk in the park. It's it's a whole different like. It's crazy because we talked about this one day where we was like talking to going from talking to making an exclusive relationship. It's like a whole different vibe. Yeah, hundred percent. Going from exclusive relationship. To engagement is a whole different vibe. Going from engagement to marriage is like night and day. Yeah. And it's crazy because most people won't, they don't know that. They just think, you know what I'm saying? It's just like you get the paper. I think, I think marriage isn't about love. I think uh, before you get married, you think it is. You think it's about love. You think it's, uh, man, I'm, I'm in love with this person. I'm going to be with this person forever. But the vows say for better or for worse. And we just look at the better. Mm-hmm. And then you don't take an account for the worse. You don't take an account for sickness and in health. And when you, when you dissect the, the, the vows, you start to think like, man, okay, marriage is a decision. It's not love. It has nothing to do with love. It's a decision every single day that I'm going to decide to be with this person through the good, the bad, the ugly, the healthy, the non-healthy. It's a contract. I it's call it a contract. It is a contract. Yeah, a lot of people, not to cut you off, but people don't realize that marriage is a choice. Biblically, it never said that you had to get married. 
But if you do get married, that's a that's that's a very serious thing. And I feel like with marriage, it's it's whatever seed that you will that you have, you know, planted in how you water it. And um when the Bible says, you know, he that findeth a wife findeth the good things, that's a promise, bro. And marrying the person that God has for you mm-hmm. is such a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you find that wife, when you find that good thing, it has to work because that's something that he put together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I don't think it's a contract, though. I don't think marriage is a contract. I think it's, I don't know. I, 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 I don't you get out of contract. So it might be somewhat like a contract because you can get out of it. You can get out of it. And it'll take a while. The reason I say contract is because it's a situation where you're making a choice a binding choice at that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's something that it, it's a it's longevity in it, and you have to do you have to uphold to what you committed to, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying contract as in you stuck in it or because like Mouse said, you can get out of a contract just like you can get out of marriage. Come on, divorce. Now, I me personally, I don't believe in divorce, and that's why I'm trying to be very care. I'm trying to be very careful about who I married. But the reason why I say contract is because you're, you're making a decision before God to commit to a person. Just like if you take a contract, you're committing to some type of position or some type of responsibility. And you're basically saying, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to make sure that I uphold what I said I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with marriage. We take vows. It's, 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 you're not just saying this stuff. You're literally saying what what you're supposed to uphold on your part. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say contract. Yeah. I mean, outside of, fin- outside of finances, why do you think we do take so long to make that step, though? You know, like, to um, commit and actually put a ring on it. Outside of finances, why do you think we take that? I mean, nobody's ever done marriage before. Mm-hmm. You never, you don't know what that feels like. You don't know how that is. To go from, like he said, to go from single to Beyonce to it's three different stages, bro. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever done it. I know with me, and to answer your first question, I never really had expectations because I just didn't know. It was just kind of like, just go with it, bro. Mm-hmm. Just go with it. I think I had more so expectations on myself as far as the marriage. I don't think I really had expectations of the marriage. It's just, you know, we were friends and if we've been together for this long, then we can keep it going. But now, it's, like you said, you know, it's kind of on you to kind of. Hey, listen, are you looking to take your So Let's Talk About It podcast experience to the next level? Well, you have to join the VIP circle. We're calling it the Close Friends. And the Close Friends is where you're going to get behind the scenes access, looking at what does it really take to create this show? And you're going to get first access to everything that we're doing. We're talking about live events. We're talking about merchandise. You're going to know first. But what I'm most excited about is a new segment we're launching to the show called the comment section. In the comment section is where we're going to be answering your questions. We're going to be answering your comments and responding live on the show. And so we want to hear from you. This is not just us talking. It's not just entertainment, but it's a community we're all on this self-discovery journey together. So we want to hear from you. So make sure you click the link in the show notes. So let's talk about it pod.com and join the VIP circle. Come into the close friends and we can't wait to hear from you. Now back to the show. Hold your thing. Um, but I never really had any crazy expectations. It's just, I know me, it was so hard for me because it's just, 
I've never done it. I've never done it. You know, just like, what is this going to be like? And, and to, to stay committed to one person, knowing that they change every day. I think men think about that the most. Can you deal? Can you deal with that change every day? And that's the uh, listen. But that's the thing we don't know mm. before we get married. Because they don't change every day before we get married. That's the thing. But marriage is, I think overall marriage is it's adjusting. It is. It you, is. Have, you have to learn how to adjust. You gotta learn. Because, because, love. because you're not gonna be the same every day. That's true. But to deal with two personalities, and you, I mean, you're still trying to work on yourself, mm -hmm. you still gotta deal with that. We're not talking about kids, you know what I'm saying? Like that, I mean, it's it's adjusting. So are you willing to adjust to that one person every day? Are you willing to love every day? I think that was that was probably my only holdup. Like Am I willing? To, am I willing to adjust every day when I have this life where I can do this, I can do that, I can do that? You know, um, that was part of. If anything, that was part of my only thing. But then the other thing is like, how do I say this? I'm just gonna say it. Every day, like it's not just about can I love this person every day? Can I like this person? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. love is only gonna get you but so far. You talk yeah. about life, my nigga. Like, yeah. <laughs> till you die. That's so, a long time. That's a very a long, long time. Long you know time. what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not even, can I love this person? Can I like this person? Can I deal with this person? Because me personally, I'm not always going to be on a, I love you so much. Hug me, kiss me. Blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I just want to, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to watch the game or I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z. Like, I've had nights where my wife sat up with me and watch me play 2K. And that was the proudest moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, Can we talk about that? Yo, like, there has been nights when I was playing 2K and I was playing my player and my wife was in the background like, don't let him get past you. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to be with you to the day I die. Because <laughs> we look up homies. We look up like a homie. But, you know but, but, but to, pick, to big pack, big Piggyback, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> My tongue's so what the fuck is going on? Jesus Christ. To piggyback on what you were saying, I don't think it's about, not just about love, but like, but faithfulness. That's who, yeah. Being faithful. Yeah. You think it, to, to this point, not a control. Do you okay. think it's natural for men to be faithful to one person? Natural? natural? You think no, it's natural? No, 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 it's not natural. Absolutely not. No, no. So, so my, then what, what is the point of a monogamous marriage then? If you don't think it's that, if you don't think men naturally should be, then I, what's the point of it? I think with men, and I feel like this is what helps men decide if they are ready to get married, is when they're not. I think, if I'm being honest, I think it's natural for men to explore. I'm going to say it that way. Mm -hmm. When you get to a point where you have no interest in exploring, that's when you feel that you found the right person. Because it is natural for us to explore. You know it what is, I'm saying? It and, is. I, and I ain't on no nasty tip, like, yeah. out being, but just like, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's just having six conversations with six different females yeah. in one night, it's just, nat it's, it's just natural. It's like, it's a thrill in it, you know what I'm saying? And it's also like... Because we're hunters. Yeah, we're you know hunters. what I'm saying? But when you get to a point where it's like, why is this girl texting? Or, nah, I just want to go chill with my girl. Or, 
I'm not interested in all that. I think that's what it was for me. I I was like, yo, I don't want to hang with y'all. Yo, I want to hang with my girl. I want to be there. Yeah, I want to be my girl. Mm. And I didn't choose my partner for for sexual reasons for anything like that. It was literally for personality, character, and how they how she conducted herself. Yeah. And I think women don't they don't pay attention to this enough. And, that's, and this is why you know social media has its ups and its downs. It has its, its good good and its bad. For women, I think they missed the ball on this. Like. We don't want somebody that's out, out there and available or seems available all the time. All the time. On IG or in the clubs or, you know, social, whatever it is. We don't want you to look like you're available all the time. Mm-hmm. And when you when we put that out there, you're literally rejecting a male coming into your life. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was looking for who can raise my children. That's fact. Who can instill values? You know who can who can instill values in my children that I know I agree with, that I know that we agree with. That you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was those things that made me say, "Man, I'm not gonna find anything better than this. Yeah. I'm not gonna find a better mind. You know, I'm not gonna find a better soul than this individual." Mm-hmm. And and that's when I, I think I got to a point where I was ready ready to commit because you do think about it. You think about man, I'm giving up. All these women that don't want me. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what we think. We think right. about this. Right. Like, oh my God. Like, this one person for the rest of my life. Okay, can I do this? And we contemplate for so long about that. Mm-hmm. But you got to look deeper than that. It's like, man, I mean, past the physical because physicals, physical will fade. So will yours. You know what I'm saying? Right. At this point, it's, it's not going to be a, it's not gonna be about beauty. Don't nobody want to be 60, 65 and have nobody to share life with. Just beauty. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna fade. So, so we gotta get to a point where we're where we're pushing the envelope in and what we're thinking about, and not just flesh, not just physical. Mm-hmm. And I think it also comes to community. But I think oh, you're right. I think I, I I think that's the difference too, because it's almost kind of like it, I might be wrong. Correct me, but it's almost like you have to be born with integrity. You have to be born with character. You have to be born with you know, commitment, you kind of have to, like, you have to be born with discipline enough to say, you know, I'm not going to do that. And I feel like sometimes women, they're not built like that. Yeah. That's why it's, when you find people like our wives, they're rare. Like you said, they're yeah. just like, Brittany was just different. Yeah. You know, London was just different. Yeah. Christina was just different. Because y'all not, you're not like, y'all literally have integrity, you have character, you have this, you have commitment. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're an anomaly. You're fa- yeah, you're, you're faithful. You're this. Like you're you're honest. Like you love God. You, you love God. God. You know what I'm saying? We pray together. We do this. Like you know how hard it is. You ain't throw on IT. There's just so many things. I mean, Jesus, my God, because it's wild today. I'm telling you, I can't be out here, bro. I, I couldn't be out. I asked uh, I asked some fellas at the gym, like, what do you, what's the dating scene like out here in Atlanta? Like, like, what are y'all going to? He said, bro, everybody want a six feet nigga. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. Everybody wants six figures. Dude. They said they're thinking about our pockets before anything else. And and I I started thinking like, man, how many people are women kind of axing off that could be good dudes because of what 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 they value the most right now? And it seems like I don't know. It could it cannot be true. Whatever it is, but 
it seems like they're, they're, value, they're valuing the dollar amount this man makes and not the potential of this man. What do y'all think? I, I, I want to say I agree, but I, I can't because I, I literally don't talk to nobody. So I don't know what's going on yeah. out there right now. But from what I hear, it definitely sounds like a woman values the monetary aspects of what a man brings versus his character. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's way more important that this man makes six figures and can take care of me versus this man has morals yeah. and will treat me the way I'm supposed to be treated. They, they at, from what I'm hearing, I'm not, I'm not saying that this is what it is, but from what I'm hearing, a woman would rather be taken care of financially and cheated on than have a man that's going to treat her right but have to grow with you know what I'm saying? And I've heard this. I don't know if it's true, but I've heard this. Like a woman would rather have the man that has money right now, but it's just. My question know. is, what does six figures do for you? What yeah. does that do? What does it do? Because you can have six figures. He, the nigga can have six figures, and he has a lip dick. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I mean, let's be honest. But think about it, bro. What? How many women out here is willing to say, I'm cool with it as long as I can have money to go out with my girls or I have money to go shopping? Like, this, that's that's the type of world we kind of in right now. My thing is, that I, I don't, do they understand that money runs out? It does. So what happens if that if he don't make the six figures no more? They're on to the next. That's where we at. That's what like that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm hearing where we at. Like that's they're so concerned with let me not say that. Because I, I don't want to make it seem right. Like, I don't want to generalize women, right. but I, I do feel like I, I can sympathize with the men in the sense of that there's a pressure that you have to live up to something that it's gonna take time. Six figures take time takes time to get to. You know, like that that takes people years. Sometimes people never even get to it. So, what are you saying to the guy that makes fifty thousand a year? What 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 is he what is he to do? That has a six that has a six figure plan. Exactly. That has a plan that that would love you that that will care for you, and all these things. But we gotta be careful what we ask for. Bro, like I seen this one clip and it. I'm that type of person that gets mad over watching the wrong video, but <laughs> I seen this. I seen this one clip, and old girl was out for her birthday dinner. I don't know if that's oh like, yeah, you, 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 you yo, bro, that. Old girl was out for her birthday dinner with my man, and they argued because he didn't want to pay for all eighteen of her friends. At what? an expensive eighteen, rest then called the nigga broke. Bro, what, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's like, I'm not paying for all eighteen. I'm gonna pay for you. I'm not. Uh, and she like, why would you not pay for my friends? Don't nobody want to be a broke nigga. This is the shit I be talking about. Like, you so concerned with the with, with the monetary aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's a lot of women out there that do shit like that. But my thing is, you want a you want a six figure man. But are you six figure worthy? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> most, most let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if, 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 right. if I came to the table, you know, unmarried or all that stuff, if, if, if I was on a hunt and I had six figures, no. There, there'll be 18 
20 of them <laughs> lined up. <laughs> There's no way that I'm sticking with just you. I didn't make all this money by myself. You think you just gonna come up here and just take my goddamn money? But that's you think are you crazy? But that's what I'm saying though. And, 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 and in those, those situations, a female will be cool with that if you're willing to give her a piece of what you're making. That's that's where we Why should I give you that? Some niggas do it. That's what I'm saying. Like they just, you know what I'm saying? Just to have you on my hip because you good eye candy. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna give you this. So my thing is if you want the money, but you don't want the relationship, but you just want the six figure. Why not just pay for the time? Niggas do that? Oh, they, I mean, people do that all the time. Just, just pay for it. You don't have to be my girl. You're not one of, you think you're about to inherit everything that, you're crazy. Yeah, no. You don't deserve six figures. <laughs> you don't deserve six figures. But this, this, but it seems like there's a divide, like maybe it's because of social media or, or just keeping up with the Jones, whatever it is. I think that's what it is, bro. Because sometimes people are so, they compare themselves to what they see and they don't even know that this social media shit be fake. It's fake, bro. It's they so be fake. fake as hell, yo. It's a lot fake. of these people just posting this shit to say it can look a certain way, but now you got the whole world comparing themselves to you. Yeah, bro. I, th I think we gotta, we gotta do better on both sides. Men and women, we gotta do better. Um, I think we all gotta do better in communicating what we actually want and what we actually value. And for men, we gotta feel like because we feel like our our value is only attached to monetary. You know what I'm saying? And we gotta be thinking past like, okay, what else do I bring to the table? And allowing that to be okay, because I think we just attach our value to what we have monetary, and that's not true. Maybe you're there uh, emotionally, you know. Maybe maybe you're available regardless. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's so much more valuable mm -hmm. to some people. So. I digress on that though, but we gotta talk about this, man. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I don't think this is gonna, I feel like it's gonna get worse. They're gonna go from six to seven. Bro, it's gonna go from seven it's to eight. It's, 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 it's gonna get worse. And especially when the world is going, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think it's a, it's a mental thing, but I wanna know where did, this, where did this come from? Like I said, it was, it was IG that started it. But how did it get to the point of, you know what? I'm going to live my life saying that. Because I, I literally have a, I have a few friends that are like, I know God has somebody for me and I'm going to, I'm going to wait on my six figure man. It's like, oh, what? But, bro, what that, that, that's talk? my problem. Why does it just result to, I'm going to wait on my six figure man? Why does it have to be a six figure man? Because in their mind, everybody, you know, it's this thing of you speak what you know what you want to come to i got you but, you know what i'm saying so that's like, my problem i want six years i want a big titty girl i want a big ass i think i think I the think next thing you know <laughs> i think i think we take we will too far. Bro, like, we will win we will win <laughs> i think you mean <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you further develop stuff but not you know it's, it's really it's not even just instagram it's even like the movies you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's true. In certain movies, you got niggas that make, for instance, Marvel, fucking Tony Stark. You know what I'm saying? Females see niggas like that yeah. and be like, that's what I want. I want a nigga that got an iron suit, that got a lot of money to take care of me. I don't care what he do out in the world. I just want him to take care of me. Now, on the flip side, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Is it wrong for them 
is it wrong for them to have that what's the word to have that imagination of wanting that no, desire to be taken care of I don't think it's wrong no, no, no. the desire to have this yeah. six figure I don't think that's wrong no I mean I it's think, not wrong I but think it's how you go about it though I think it's how you you present it to the outside but to the public like if you're saying all I want is a six figure dude mm-hmm. instead of hey I want to build with the dude and we can we can grow into that. Like that's right. a whole different conversation. So you're saying the approach is wrong. The approach is wrong. Because no. I don't think anybody wants to build anything anymore. Like it's it something about long. building with somebody. It man. takes too long. It does. It, and we're a popcorn generation, you know, we want everything so fast. But that that is a part of the issue of why there is a divide between us, uh, men and women, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Because don't nobody want to build with anybody and things take time, especially things that you really, really want that it's gonna take some time. It's gonna take seasons. You may not be up this this season. You may you may be up this season, nothing down the next. You, you just never know. And I think we don't take the time to to learn our partners mm. and actually build something of, of value. I think it's wrong when that's your main or only concern. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're so quick to say, "I want six figures from a man," or whatever the case may be. And then when you get that. Because at the end of the day, I, your words have power. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And if you ask for something and you really want it, eventually you're going to get it. It just depends on how serious you are about getting it. When you get that, but then you get a man that gives you what you ask for, but he treats you wrong, mm-hmm. now he's wrong. When in reality, you get what you ask for. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you ask for six figures, I brought you $200,000. I make $200,000 a year. You my shorty. We going to kick it. But I'm out here getting dirty. That's what I'm doing. But I'm giving, I I brought to the table $200,000. Because you, you, you put it in, you put it out there that you wanted a nigga with six figures. I say this. I say, ladies, if y'all going to do that, if you guys are going to manifest that, you have to manifest the other stuff. You have to say, God, I want a six-figure man that has great integrity, that has great character. Right. A six-figure man that can that can sustain yeah. the six figures. Right. And a six-figure man that, that's willing to build with me. Right. I feel like if they approach it like that, they'll yeah. be like, girl, I I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I like that because that now that makes common sense. You know what I'm saying? You're not just right. you're just not trying to, you know, just trying to take money from me. Like there's actually something. You know, and then like God will make me a six for a six figure woman, uh, uh, woman, so that I'm able to handle the mentality of a person that already has six figures. That's true. Because the mentality of a six figure, I'm pretty sure, is a lot different than a person who makes fifty, forty, thirty thousand. Like it's it's different. When you hit that a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar mark, yeah, shit change. Yeah, right. No. That should change. I would think that it would change. I made two hundred. Yeah, but I would shit. I would think that should change. You know what I'm saying? Does it change, Mark? Okay. <laughs> everything, bro, everything changes. When you, when you make more money, um, the dynamic between you two definitely does change. Mm-hmm. Um, your taste change, a lot of things change. What's the what's the pros and cons to that though? To to the change? Side note. They've been trying to play me about me wanting Applebee's. Yeah, it's disgusting. I always, yeah, I always said that because he said your taste change, and I, I used to, always, bro, they would ask me like, all right, it would be my birthday, you know what I'm saying? It's my, it's my fucking birthday, 
Hey, Corey, what you want to do for your birthday? Let's, let's, let's go kick it at Applebee's. Bro, we did that. And he would, be the, he would be the main person. Bro, your taste got to change, bro. You're tripping. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's really bugging. <laughs> Applebee's, bro. He did sweat. that to me. Bro, we did What the hell my Applebee's do you like, Corey? Because I'm a little confused. The three cheese chicken for me. I'm like, bro, let's Applebee's go to a steakhouse. Endorse me. Let's go to a steakhouse. Like, you got to change your palate. Because that shit is 10 years old. <laughs> I just had to put that out there. They made me feel so bad. You should feel bad. Like, they, you should feel bad about wanting to go to bed. You know what, though? At 30. You know what? Steve Not Har- 30. Steve, Steve, Steve Harvey does, should be. Steve Harvey does <laughs> have a clip that talks about um, your appetite, right? He's like, some people wish that they sat first class. When you have the money, you should go and just buy first class seats. See, see how it feels. Mm-hmm. Once you do it, then you start to get accustomed to it. You're like, yo, yeah. I, I, I want to... I want to say first. What what can I do to sustain first class? Like, you know what I'm saying? I can I can see that, and I think that's something that I've been working on too. Is is my appetite not not necessarily for food, but just for certain things? Yeah. Um, and just jumping in the water and trying something different. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Try, like, you know. But that, I feel that, like that's like can be like something. You know? That's true. I feel that, but I feel like if you if you went somewhere else, man, you would never go back. That's not true, nah, Rob. Nah, that's not true. Yo, see, and I would try to tell him that. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not I'm knocking a better restaurant. I haven't been back to LB. So I'm, I'm a little. That's like, that's like saying you wear Air Force all your life and you put on Alexander McQueen's. You don't want Air Force No, you, you, you don't want the Air Force to get what you need. No, here's the thing. It's, bro, it's Applebee's. What is it? Have you Dude. My whole family is little. We little. Like, I'm the biggest. How are you that? I don't know. Has inflation went up on Applebee's? Stop it. I don't care. We can't. <laughs> it's, it's talking about inflation in Applebee's. Stop I'm it. just saying, the wings was, I mean. The pasta went up. I yeah, see. About a dollar seventy. I got a question for you, Gordon. I got a question for you, bro. All right. <laughs> no, seriously. Serious question, but what do you think? You've seen different with a with a woman that has, you know, she's grown up without a father mm-hmm. versus a woman that has grown up with a father in the household. What do you think has, has have you seen different? I'm gonna stop you right there. We got a lot more than you know, to uncover. So we're just getting started. Just getting started. It's a lot. It's a lot to talk about. A lot to get through.